Are you not having the success you want with your direct bookings? Perhaps you are tired of feeling like you are out of your depth and wish there was an easier way. Well, I've got an exclusive free training coming up that just might help. Join me on April 4th when I will share the top three mistakes that I consistently see vacation and short-term rental property managers make in their desire for direct bookings that could be costing you major profits. I will also be sharing my top tips in building your own direct booking sales engine that will bring in those direct bookings while you sleep. Come and join in the fun. Head to my website, directbookingsuccess.com, and click on the free training button to join me on April 4th, because you deserve your own direct booking success. This is the Direct Booking Success Podcast, bringing you the information you need to increase your direct bookings. I'm your host, Jen Boyles. As an owner and manager myself, I know how hard it can be to navigate the short-term rental industry. I'm here to help so you too can have direct booking success. Hello and welcome to the Direct Booking Success Podcast. Today, I am with a, another short-term rental owner and manager, and we're going to be talking about the one thing that she has done. Her name is Melanie Creel, and she is joining me from South Africa today. Hello, Mel. How's it going? Thank you for having me. So excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. Now, could you please tell us a little bit about who you are, where you are, and what you do? Hi, Jane. Hi to everybody. I'm based in South Africa and on the East Coast, which is the warm side of the ocean. Beautiful beaches, sandy beaches, tropical weather most of the time, although we do get the odd downpour. But most of the time, we've got sunny, lovely weather here. We're very blessed to be able to offer accommodations throughout the year. It's not seasonal at all. So, yeah, we're very fortunate to be here. I have two properties of my own and I co-host another one and then I'm a partner in another two. So it's a bit of a mixed bag, but on my website, I currently have five. And yes, I, I spend a lot of time coming through to the apartments, checking up on things and looking after my guests. Yes. Yes. Like us all, isn't it? It's a, it's a big business, isn't it? And for five units now, are they close together in, in location? Yes, I'm very fortunate that three are in the same complex and then the other two are in another complex. So it makes for staff cleaning and education very easy. Um, I probably wouldn't look at another one outside of the two complexes. It works very well in the same complex. So yes, yeah. very happy. And then the, they are close together, a bit of a walk between the two, but in the same location, also on the beachfront hence the name Beach Flag Apartments in Sharpers Rock, which is the area that we are in. Um, so yes, they're very convenient and it's been ideal. They, they're a winner. Everybody just loves the, the views, the location, very family friendly, very convenient where it's based. So you, you know, you person up to the shops and hospitals that need be more doctors, but you're not in the sort of center of a busy town. Mm-hmm. So it's a real nice mixed bag. It's, it feels like you're on holiday. But you had the best of both worlds. So very blessed to be who we are. Yeah, I've had a look at your website and I've I've had a look at those views and you just think, oh, I was, yes, just gorgeous. So the East Coast of South Africa. So for us that are maybe not so au fait with the geography, what would be the closest big city? The closest one would be Durban. 
Okay. Um, about an hour, not, not even an hour. So our airport is only 20 minutes from us. Great. So airport, it's, yeah, it's really close. It's 20 minutes from us and we're more north and then Durban is more south. And then from, from Cape Town, a flight is about two and a half hours from Cape Town. It's not far at all. No. Um, so if you're going to drive, it'll probably take you. We, we've done it with our daughter being in Cape Town for Barthesie. You could do it over two days quite easily and have a sleepover. I know friends who've done the drive all the way through, but yeah, that's not pleasant. But yes, and then Johannesburg being sort of this the capital of South Africa, that would be a six-hour drive from us. And you can also fly from Johannesburg to us, which is only an hour. Right. So we're very central, put it that way. Really, we're close to Kruger National Park in some ways. You can mm-hmm. fly from Durban to uh, Nelspreys very easily, which is right there by Kruger. So I have a lot of guests who will come in. Normally what ends up happening is they come in to, to go to Kruger and then they will come to, to our area, Belito. And then from there, they'll probably fly down to Cape Town, spend some time normally doing the wine routes down there. And then they pretty much fly home from there. So that's a common, common route. Although we are getting a few more international flights coming straight into Durban which is lovely, especially from the UK, which is convenient when my, my kids fly out. So I don't have to do this, you know, this, the multiple flights. But yes, it's definitely on the increase. Well, that's great. That's great to know. I've been to Cape Town and I absolutely loved it. I was there for a few weeks for, for work, actually, and did sort of the wineries and the beaches. and oh, I just, I But I haven't explored the rest and I really want to. It is quite different. The different areas are... Quite interestingly different. I mean, Cape Town has it's got its got its uniqueness, and then carries it in. We we've got the mountains, we've got the beach, we've got the the game as well, the big fire. So we've got a real mixed bag, and we tend to be the sort of the the, the youngest sister that no that nobody knows about, you know. And, and we still kind of like find ourselves in the in the big world. But yeah, definitely, it's a, a place to watch. Yeah. And yes. Well, it sounds like it. So tell me about how you got into short-term rentals. I think like a lot lot of us, we kind of fell into it or it found us. I think I'd like to say it found me at the perfect time. My daughter was in Cape Town studying and I had flown down to visit her and stayed in an Airbnb. And I was chatting to the host, as as you do, and I just resonated with her. I just loved her whole aura, just what she was about. How she was looking after, looking after me and just her, her ethos just resonated with me. And then at that time, we had sold a family home down on the South Coast, which we never got to. And we had bought investment property being our first unit that we had. And I had actually just handed it over to a management company and I wasn't even taking any notice of it. And then I came back and thought, you know, this could be quite, quite fun. And started dabbling a little bit with Airbnb and my son was still at varsity at the time. I mean, sorry, at school at the time. And you know, I didn't have a lot of time, but I was, I was looking into it and, and learning as I was going. So it wasn't a big, big deal at the time. I was just really looking at where this could possibly go. And it started going really well. And I realized, you know what? I actually love this. And I, yeah. I took it away from the management company because I felt like I could do a better job. And I really just thrive with it. And one thing led to another where a friend of mine said, oh, please, can I do her property? Hence the other two. And that's how it sort of came about. It just really found me. And then both my children 
left for the UK. My daughter working there, my son was studying there. So I had a little bit of like empty nest syndrome and I'm married to a farmer. So it gets a little bit lonely on the farm every now and then. So it's quite nice to escape to the, the big city in inverted commas, being the, the apartments. And then I just, yeah, I just loved it. It just grew. It just became a passion and I was doing it for other people. And yeah, it really found me and it was perfect timing. It does sound like the perfect timing, especially with your trip to Cape Town and staying in, you know, short-term rental hosted by Airbnb and speaking to that host and getting into it and thinking, hey, I've just bought this property and what can I do with it? I think it sounds a great thing. Oh, brilliant. Okay. So let's get into the one thing that you've done. I know that there's probably many things that you have done over the years with your direct bookings, but let's talk about this. Maybe you can explain it better than I can. Okay. Well, what ended up happening, it was quite lonely, really, trying to navigate this new industry that I wasn't familiar with. So I was reaching out onto different groups to see who I could network with. And you know what they say about life finds life. I ended up finding brilliant ladies. There were the five of us. Um, and we just sort of met together and spoke about the difficulties. How do we market this? Who are we marketing to? The challenges that we're facing. And we also realized that if we, if we had a person wanting to book and we didn't have accommodation, if we just said, no, sorry, we pulled. That person was now moving to a completely different area. They weren't staying. They were going closer to Durban or they were going up to Rich Bay or wherever it might be. So we were losing them in the area. And I'm also part of the um, LMB Tourism. Um, and we, we were very aware that tourism is needed for our economy, particularly our postcode. But this, this took place in 2019 where I realized we needed to have a network. So we basically started to collaborate together and we would share our referrals. So if we had a guest who we couldn't accommodate or we didn't have the right layout for them, you know, sometimes I've got stairs, my friend doesn't have stairs, I would pass it on to her. And so they're in the well. same, sorry, Mel, but they're in the same area as you then? Pretty much. We are, yes, I would say it's a dolphin coast, so it is quite selective. So we would be people coming here for particular reason, being outreach or events or whatever it might be. So I would say it's a radius of maybe 30 kilometers okay. down the coast. Not a big distance, but it's all pretty much the same that we'll be looking for. Right. Okay. So then we overlapped and we realized that we need to make this more official. And more and more people were hearing about it and wanting to join in. Initially, there was quite a bit of resistance. People thought, you know, they shared their guests to somebody else. They're not going to come back to them. Mm-hmm. And that was a big hurdle to get over, to explain to a host that by referring your guest to me, doesn't mean that I'm taking or stealing your guest. Your, your guests will remember that you helped them. And they are more likely to go back to you and say, do you have accommodation? then they are going to come straight to me. Even if they enjoyed my place, they appreciate the gesture more than anything else. So once we had sort of got over that hurdle that we're not taking away from each other, we actually, we're adding to each other, really. You, you're building your credibility within your own host and within your own network. And then it sort of got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then I realized we had a mixture of people. So it was people I didn't really know. And, you know, some were taking more than they were giving. And I thought, you know what, I need to sort of make this clear as to what 
the purposes. Mm-hmm. And we introduced a referral fee. So now what we do is it incentivizes a host to share the referral. So they, they will get a commission on the nightly rate. And also it means that their guest gets looked after. So there's a win-win. Right. It's not just somebody giving and somebody taking because we were having a lot of takers and very few were putting them back into the pool. Right. It, because they were worried they might not get the guest back. But once they realized that wasn't the case, that started to open up. And I mean, it really has been phenomenal, especially now with the book direct movement. It's working hand in hand very nicely. And also at the time, you know, we were in, in the middle of COVID, the, the, the dynamics and the rules and what we were allowed to do, things were changing. It was a nice platform to be able to just chat and say, well, what are you doing? Are the beaches open? Are the beaches closed? Are we allowed to buy alcohol? Aren't we allowed to buy alcohol? I mean, we had those kind of restrictions. We could, you know, who could you host? Are the medical people looking for accommodation? Could we section off our, our apartments and have separate entrances? You know, there was all this kind of questions that kept coming up. So it turned into very much a, yes, it's a referral group, but it's also a group of support. You know, we yeah. have tradesmen that we, we refer to. We have people who can fix our, our TVs right down to plumbers, you know, all those kind of things. It's been an extension, um, all the way through and also training. I've done training with the different hosts as well. Cause someone knew who didn't know how to set up their websites or they didn't know that they could also be on booking.com or any of the other OTAs. So people that maybe had started with Airbnb and didn't know what to do next. Yeah. And then with, with, with Airbnb pretty much dropping us during COVID, a lot of people lost a lot of money during that time. And we did workshops online just to talk through, okay, what do you, what can you pick up? Can you find those persons? Can you reach out to them? What can you do differently? It just really became our lifeline to each other during that lockdown time. And it just, it's just progressed. It's just got better and better and stronger and stronger. More people are coming and more people are wanting to be part of it. And as we know in this, I'm blown away. I'm blown away every day how, how generous people are and how much they're willing to share. And, you know, initially people said to me, you're a bit suspicious. You know, why are you giving this information for nothing? But it's, it's not giving it for nothing. I was given it at the beginning. So I'm not giving something I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. So there's no, there's no reason to hold back. It, it was just. It's been such a, a wonderful journey. I'm learning so much as I'm going along and I'm sharing and it's just a win-win. I, I just don't see why you wouldn't do it. And it's, yeah, it's just it's a, it, you know, short-term rentals, it's helping, isn't it? You know, we're helpers in, in our, at our core, you know, hosting yeah. or, or having people at your, at your properties, you know, you're helping people, you know, so it's that type of person already, isn't it? That's in the industry. Absolutely. And we problem solvers, you know, for example, mm. you, you know, there's the scammers out there all the time. We started a group, well, what do you do? You know, somebody arrives at your, your gates and they've been scammed. How to assist them, put them on our group, we find them a place to stay. We had a concert actually recently and I got a, a message from one of the, the singers with the actual band. And he said, look, there's a group of us. We need, we need accommodation right now. We've been scammed. And it was actually an Airbnb scam. Interesting wow. enough. Yeah. And was able to get them into a place at short notice. And it's it's just those kind of things people remember. Mm-hmm. And they don't associate that area with, you know, the negativity. You know, they, they're gonna associate that area with the really helpful people that came to yeah. the rescue. So, so the story's given me goosebumps. <laughs> no, that's lovely. 
So it's the awesome host referral group is what you got, which is a brilliant name. And it's, are you keeping it in your area? Are you keeping it really small? Yes, I think it's, it would be difficult to manage. I mean, I'm open to somebody else doing it in a different area and helping them set it up. I think that would make more sense. You know, we also don't want a WhatsApp group going continuously. Mm-hmm. My idea is to actually now move this onto a website so we can all list our properties onto a website and find availability like that instead of having to go through the, 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 the process of asking, checking the rates, checking with the guests, they make the choice. So ideally, I'd like to pool it where we're all together and we can still somehow benefit from that referral. But yeah, to scale it, I think it needs to be done in the area that you, you actually are in. It makes more sense, especially when you're dealing with, you know, they want to know where a doctor is or they need to hire a car or whatever it might be. You know, it, I think it's area specific. Yeah, I think you're right. And from what you said at the beginning, you want to keep those guests in the area. So if they're coming to your area, you don't want to say, well, we don't have availability, but would you like to drive three hours down the road and stay somewhere else? You know, they're coming to your area. Exactly that. So there is criteria. We're not doing any sort of backpacking. Most most of it is self-catering. There are a few guest houses on the on the group. And we do refer to hotels for some guests that we've got a list to, but they're not on our group. We'll just refer mm-hmm. them on. And it also comes a time where we actually pass on to the management accounts, that the sort of accommodation bigger groups in the area where they, they can accommodate bigger groups, where we right. are pretty limited. Either the houses can only accommodate up to 10 and they're looking for a group or a conference or whatever it is, and we don't have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you become a referral network. Yeah. yeah. And so it goes outside of your group when when needed. And I love the idea of it becoming a support group too, because like you said, we are working by ourselves. Sometimes you have a partner or a husband or a sister that you might be doing it with, but a lot of the times it's you on your own and you've got to figure it out. Yeah. And also technology that's coming through, also the all the different add-ons that you can put onto your websites. It's only really word of mouth you get to hear about it. I've learned how to put my own reviews on my own website. And my the web designer was like, oh, yeah, no, that's a good idea. And you think you'll add it. So, it, you know, I think you've got to keep up with the latest technology, keep up what's happening in the industry. And that's how I'm able to do the workshops with the, with the hosts. And they enjoy it. They Some are not interested in the, the techno side. They prefer doing it the old-fashioned way, which is absolutely fun, they rely on their phone, word of mouth. But I think it's the economy is going to the point where you have to look at more than one avenue. You have to mm-hmm. think out of the box. And we've learned through through various things that happen in our country. We've had floods, we've had riots, we've had COVID. You know, there's really has been a whole lot of different things. And you know, you can either sit in a pile and say, Oh, sorry me, but I've still got a bond to pay. Or you can say, okay, what can I do to to get this going again, how can I think out the box? And yeah, that's really what's been, just thinking out the box and reaching out to people. It's been wonderful. And and they've been so welcoming because they're doing the same. You know, I'm thinking about there's a little wine tasting shop up the road. Beautiful. It's done done so beautifully. But she she's new to the area. She doesn't know anybody. And it was just a matter of collaborating together and her little business is taking off. She's referring to me and we're both benefiting. It's just lovely just building those 
those networks and, and friendships, really. A lot of friendships have come out of this. Yeah. And for the guest side, you're building that trust too, because a referral, if you have someone say to you, you know, I know this person, you're going to have a great stay here. Yeah. It, it means a lot, doesn't it? The trust. They want to know your favorite place or your favorite restaurant or where do you go to have your nails done or, oh, I love your whatever, cups, covers or whatever. They, they, they want to know that. Mm-hmm. It's easy to Google it. But I think the trust is very important and building that rapport with your guests. And nine out of 10 times, they're going to book with you again. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you again if nothing else. Yeah. Or tell somebody else about you, which, you know, money can't buy that. And so, and, it, and it, it just gets you further along, you know, to try and start with just an advertising little flyer to getting to know that. Yes, you've done so many hurdles already. It, you've, you've already got your guests. You've already got mm-hmm. your And that's what's been so nice is building this base and being able to share my base now with others and being sharing with they with me. So it's just become, I mean, there's 56 of us on this group and I was trying to count how many properties and I wasn't a hundred percent sure because there are some that have multiple in one complex, but we were over 500. Wow. So it's, it's a lot, it's in our network. And if we can't accommodate we, we, within our network, we, we reach out even further, you know, to a guest house and say, do you have availability? And mm-hmm. we will pop the guests onto. So, yeah. um, it's almost yeah. that model, no guest is left without a bed. <laughs> Can't let them go. We've got to look after them. <laughs> yes. So if anybody's listening and thinking, this sounds brilliant, how could I do this in my area? Do you have any tips or ideas or advice for them to start? Yeah, I, I, I would say do it because you're going to make friendships, going to um Build your own network within your own groups. You're also going to have more choice for your guests. I, I don't see why you wouldn't want to do it because it has been a win-win for, for all of us. And I would say look at people that are like-minded, probably in similar properties if, if possible. Start with those as your core because then it makes it easy to move your guests to a place that you know. And I like to go and see, if our host joins my group, I like to go and see their place. So... It's not just a picture. I know if I'm referring one of my guests where I'm sending them to, not everybody does that because a lot of them are remote. Mm-hmm. They're not, yeah, but I do. I like to know. And nobody comes onto the group without me having a chat to them. So I right. know everybody individually. So it's, I, w- I would say make sure that you're not being scammed. Make sure that the person is, a, you know, real and they've got a real property. Because the last thing you actually want to do is recommend somebody in there a scammer. Yes. So it's your reputation no, on the line, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's, that's my number one starting point, really. And then re- just, you know, as, as I say woman, I want to say I've also got guys on that, on the, the group that they seem to be a little bit quiet, but the girls chat and they will say, Oh, you know, how do I cope with this guest or, you know, what I do here? And there's always various points of view and you just pick the one that's, you know, relevant for you and you move on, you know, so it's, it's a really good support system and there's only a win-win scenario out of it. And is this group, is it a Facebook group or a WhatsApp group? At the moment, it's only a WhatsApp, but I do need to look at moving it on. Like I said, I probably will look at doing a website. It'd probably be easier doing it that way. Facebook, I don't know if I feel that's quite the right platform for it. For it. I, I kind of feel we, we would be better off doing a website. So we'll see. It's, it's, yeah. it's in the making. 
Yeah, no, I think because I think, yeah, because a WhatsApp group could get quite, quite busy. But I think a listing site of some sort, I think, might be a really good idea. For yeah, the what, what we have done is we have done where, for example, when our peak times, we have a, a last minute availability. So if you haven't been booked, say it's then in time or if it's Easter weekend or whatever it might be, and you haven't been booked, instead of everybody posting they've got availability, they're posted on, on a separate group. So that's quite nice. So if you've got guests, you just go to one place to look for it. So we have sort of simplified it. And there's a set format that people have to put their request on, you know, clearly marked who the, who the name is. Because a lot of us will get inquiries and it could be the same person. So you want to be sure that it's the same. It's not being repeated. Right. So you put it in how many adults, how many children, what they require, if they have a budget. You know, there's a standard sort of thing that we put on the group. So yes, it can be busy, but not necessarily where you've got to the point where it's just pinging all the time. You know, it's, it's not yeah. that. And the setup seems, you know, after you've talked to them, met the potential host and seen their property in that, the setup of a WhatsApp group is is fairly easy. So, there's, and then no, no cost. No cost. The way we did have a regulation, I, I don't know if it's the same in the UK, but we have a puppy act where you can't, Refer, you can't give somebody else's detail to, to, to a third party. So what we've done is we've created flyers. So I'll put a, I'll put a request on that Jen and her band are coming to stay. I'm looking for a beachfront apartment with aircon and a lockup garage, for example. Mm-hmm. I will give maybe three or four replies to say they've got availability and they send me a flyer. So they will summarize their, their, the place basically three bedroom with a pool, aircon situated here. This is pictures of the deck wall, and I'll just pass those on to you. So I'll send you the three flyers, and you'll have a look. And I'll also send you the rates because they tell me the rates, and I'll send it on to you. And you'll say, mm, Don't really like that one, but I'd like that, you know, to follow up on that one. And then I'll send you the host telephone number, and right. you'll make and then it's up to the referring host to let me know. And I do follow up with the guests as well, but have they found a place? Would they like me to continue looking for them? Nine or 10 times they tell me straight away that they're booked or and they would like maybe a bigger place with a garden or whatever it might be. And then I'll, I'll put some more info onto the group about it. But mm-hmm. most of the time, it just, it works so well. We just pass the flyer on and the guests decide. And then we, but we've overcome that really where we're not sharing the guests' information. Yes. Yeah. And also I just means, you know what yeah. you're taking over as well. You, you know, you're referring them to the right kind of place. Yeah. So I just think yeah. it's such a great idea that you've come across and I totally get the the journey you've been on with it as well. And for it to have grown to, to 56 people, 500, over 500 properties in your area is, you know, you wouldn't want it bigger than that, would you? No, I don't, I don't think I've ever turned anybody away. Um, mm. Because I think these always, you know, people rent out their places, maybe seasonal. Sometimes we just have people with their houses over Christmas or whenever it is. So, and these new people just coming on to learn how to do it. A lot of that's been happening. So I don't think I've turned anybody away, but they would have to meet the criteria being in the area, being, you know, that it is set up for short-term rentals. Uh, right. Not, yeah. You know, garage, it's not quite up to standard. So... Yes, it, it, I don't think I'd turn anybody away, but I probably wouldn't want to get it you know, too much bigger. 
No, and you've probably helped so many homeowners, property managers who, you know, thought Airbnb was the only way to go. And you've opened up their world to having their own business and having the control and setting their own rates and having personalized communication and all the benefits of Booking Direct. Absolutely. I mean, the more you think about Booking Direct, the more makes sense. You know, up until you make that move, you really don't have a business. You really are just working for somebody else. And it's very empowering when you actually make the the realization that you've got a you've got a business. Yeah. This is this is okay, yes, it might be wrapped around you as an individual. That probably is a little bit of a, a concern. It's all about the person hosting. But at the same time, I really feel like it's been a journey empowering me. And I'm now got to the point where it's I've got my own website, I've got my own properties, I can do this as a business. It's financially viable. It's it's ticking all the boxes. It's it's actually working. You know, all my background in, in finance and full marketing and public relations and all different things, all these little journey along the way sort of brought me to this point and it's like, aha, the pennies finally dropped and this is all working and I finally can actually earn a little bit of an income and and build a business. And it, yeah. it, it is very powerful. And I was saying to somebody yesterday, you know, to have a sense of purpose, get up in the morning, I've got this to do, I'm excited to do it, can't wait to get out there, meet new people. It's, it's just, no, I'm very, very blessed, very grateful. <laughs> so it t- brings me to the time where I ask this question, what does direct booking success mean to you? <laughs> I might have just answered all of that. I know, I think you might have without me even asking. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I really do think it's, it's given me a sense of purpose. It's also taught me about abundance, not, not feeling I have to hang on to what I have and competing with my neighbor in the same complex. You know, when I initially started, I thought, oh, I what her rates are. Oh, maybe I make, must make mine less. And and then I realized, you know, she could only book out that night once. Mm-hmm. Somebody once that night, no one's available. So it doesn't mean that you have to compete, rather work. And that was together. And that was really the the mind shift. And also how some hosts, referral group started was just realizing you don't need to hang on to everything to make this work. And Booking Direct has just grown from that. It's just an extension of that. And oh, I just I just think it's it's just the most brilliant industry to be in. And um, it has really changed my life and given me a sense of purpose. So I just would love to just give everybody doing it. <laughs> yeah. And I think this this episode is going to be a real inspiration for people. And I hope that if somebody does start a referral group or if you have a referral group, let us know where you are because we'd love to to hear from you because I think it's it's great. It's a really great initiative that you've put together and it's a real success and a testament to you and you being in the hospitality industry. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mel, for joining me today and sharing your story. If you would like to connect with Mel, I'll put her links in the show notes. Now, I want to know about the one thing you've done in your business, something that has brought in new bookings or made a difference with your existing guests or even with other owners and managers like Mel. Come and tell me what it is. Head to my website, directbookingsuccess.com slash one thing. And that is spelt out O-N-E, one thing. I'd love to have you on a future episode of the Direct Booking Success Podcast. 
Thank you for listening to the Direct Booking Success Podcast. For more information about this episode and others, head to the website directbookingsuccess.com. See you next week.